Well, folks, we have made it back to Monday on the hottest show on the streets. We're talking your Alabama football news, even in the offseason. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown. Alabama Magazine, happy to have everybody in here on today. We bring you the show from the magic city of Birmingham. We stream this to you via YouTube. Speaking of the channel, you go ahead right now, you hit that subscribe button, you tap subscribe right now. Get every friend, family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of Tide Football to subscribe as well. You share the show also. Share the show to every friend, every family member. Get everybody involved because if you love the content, they will also. Don't forget to like the show. Tap the like button. Give us a thumbs up right there. Let's get this show 15 likes out the gate to start it. We appreciate you guys. That daily Super Chat Go, $100 daily. Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right there. We appreciate that coming from you. Uh, what, also, don't forget to hit that notification bell so that way you miss nothing when it comes down to your Bama football coverage. But got quite the amount of things to discuss, and we want to hear from you this evening. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. Number on the screen right there, 205-448-1358. One more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. But, Eli, we're going to get into right now, first topic of the conversation. And uh, normally in the offseason, there's not a whole lot to really discuss. I mean, uh, you may see a few things in terms of players uh, that are training with certain coaches. You could see uh, things concerning Alabama and the NFL draft and rookie minicamp. You could see some Bama guys in the NFL signing big contracts, but not necessarily a whole lot that goes on in the offseason. So when you do get something interesting, when you do get something intriguing, uh, it does become a fascinating top, a talking point. And uh, for me, about a week or so, about a week ago, a couple of days, a few days ago, uh, a national media outlet, Pro Football Focus, known for they, their ability to dive into the analytics of both college and pro football, they put up a top 10 list, top 10 projections here in terms of defensive coordinators for college football in the coming fall. And, um, According to the list that they had, here are the top 10 defensive coordinators that they have, as it's on screen right now. They had Phil Parker of Iowa on that list, number one. They had Jesse Mentor of Michigan on that list. Jim Knowles, Ohio State, was, was number three. Number four, they had the tandem of Glenn Schumann and Will Muschamp out of Georgia. Number five, they had Manny Diaz out of Penn State. Number six, they had Matt House of LSU. Number seven, they had Joe Rossi of Minnesota. Number eight, there is uh, there is uh, Tony Gordon, or Tony Gibson, excuse me, out of ENC State. Number nine, and this one shocked me, oh, Petey. Pete Golding from Ole Miss was on there. And number 10 was Brian Brown out of Cincinnati. So as I looked at this top 10, Coming from pro football focus, defensive coordinators projected in college football for the upcoming season. And another media site, quote, tweeted 
or share their list, something interesting took place. An SEC head coach, that being one Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, somebody who has tremendous amount of respect for Coach Saban, he quote tweets the list by saying, Kevin Steele? Question mark, question mark, and tagged the Alabama football Twitter page in that saying, yo, where's Kevin Steele? We're seeing all these names, but where is Kevin Steele on this list? Top 10 projections here for defensive coordinator in college football. Lane Kiffin wondering, you know, why is Kevin Steele not mentioned? Here's a Kevin Steele that in his four years at Auburn as defensive coordinator from 2016 to 2020, I mean, Auburn's defense was ranked top 10, top 15 every year under Kevin Steele. During that time period, Steele put several guys in the NFL draft, including a number of uh, first-rounders. Some of those matchups between Alabama and Auburn in the Iron Bowl with Kevin Steele. Steele made it tough on that Alabama offense. He did. Truly did. So why is Kevin Steele not on the list? But he's got a chance to prove a lot of people wrong this upcoming season. He's got a chance to put the entire college football world on notice just due to we all have watched the A-Day game several times since it happened on April 22nd, and we saw a defense in the spring grant game. Granted, spring game, granted, glorified practice, I understand, but we saw in the A-Day game, hey, defensive guys flying around, defensive guys performing assignments, Defensive guys making plays. Defensive guys lighting the opponent up. Defensive guys looking like Bama defensive players again under Coach Steele. You see the toughness, the intensity, the want and desire to be great out there on the field. And Steele has a lot more talent to work with at Alabama versus what he had at Auburn He's going to have a shot to put the entire college football world on notice in the fall. It's going to be fun to watch this because going back to look at this list, Kevin Steele was not on this list for pro football focus. Pete Golding was, along with a lot of others. Kevin Steele was not on this list. Here is his shot in the coming fall. And I think, Elon, by week two of the season, Bama fans will know what they have in Kevin Steele. Because by week two, Steve Sarkeesian's coming in here. Texas comes into Brian Denny, comes into Tuscaloosa. Every Texas fan is going, if Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt, we would have roasted y'all. They had the same thing from Colt McCoy in the 2010 BCS title game off the old Nazis. And if Colt McCoy didn't get hurt, we would have roasted y'all. So Texas comes in. Brian Denny, this upcoming season. With Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning, that offense. If Kevin Steele puts the handcuffs on Steve Sarkeesian and this offense, look out. That's all I can say. Look out. But he's going to have a lot of talent to work with. Got experience back defensively. We know what he is as a wealth of a knowledge guy on that side of the football. It's going to be fun to watch Kevin Steele show that he's a top T in D.C., top five D.C. in this league of college football. But 
We take our first break here on the show, folks. Don't touch that dial. We're just getting you warmed up here on a Monday. When we get back, we go on the phone lines to grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. We get with you, the Bama fans, after this. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, folks, we're back into the action from the break on a Monday. Getting that work week started off for you correctly. Hottest show on the streets. We're talking your Bama football news in my own words. George truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Got my man Eli Walker in the production studio handling that business behind the scenes. Uh, appreciate all of you guys continuing to subscribe to the show. Hit that subscribe button. Tap subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. Hit that like button. We appreciate that. Daily Super Chat going $100. Daily Super Chat go right there. But the uh, phone line's open, 205-448-1358. Then I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Patrick from Mobile, Alabama. Hey, Patrick, what's, what's going on? How you doing, Steven? I watch the show uh, faithfully. I'm sorry. I, I, I was just saying, man, I can't can't complain here, man. Doing well. Uh, good to talk to you. Then I watch the show faithfully. I was saying, uh, yeah, what I want to talk about today, man. You know, um, you know, uh, I'm a I've been a long time Bama fan. You know, from the times when we were one winning any games, all the way to when Saban came to Tuscaloosa. And I also went to school. I went to college right there, Stillman College, right there down the street. And, uh, you know, with all this this uh, down talking a lot of people doing about Alabama, I'm kind of getting angry and kind of enjoying all the doubt that's, uh, that Bama is getting coming their way. And all you're hearing is Georgia this, Georgia that, you know, and uh, a lot of people, they forget the accomplishments of uh, Alabama and, and, you know, us being the standard or whatever. But uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. I mean, Patrick, I, I, I see it like you see it. I see the doubt that's been spun out there by the national media. I've seen the doubt being spun out there by the rival fan bases when it comes to Alabama. But this is something that Coach Saban and this program feeds off of. Uh, you doubt us, that's fine. Just watch us come and rise back up. We've seen this happen time and time again. 
I understand that, yes, Georgia's got back-to-back championships, but people forget 2011-2012, Bama went back-to-back. And if not for a kick six, if not for a kick six against Auburn in 2013, Bama has a three-peat. People forget it, it took a kick six against Auburn 2013 to prevent Alabama from having the first three-peat in terms of college football. So, uh, Bama has done it before also. This is a good chance, a good opportunity for Coach Saban to kind of uh, st- kind of slow down the momentum that Georgia's gotten on to. Bama can pull off this national championship right here, and uh, Saban can probably set himself up to get his own version of a three-peat if he can start by winning the title this year, which he's got an excellent shot at doing so due to the moves that he's made in the coaching staff and the players that you know they got on the roster right now. I agree. Uh, also, uh, you know, a lot of our fan base is uh, down on the quarterback situation. I think it'll work itself out. You know, I, I like Miro. I like Simpson. Uh, the, the kid Buckner, uh, Tyler Buckner, who come in, he seemed like he's a pretty tough runner. He needs to develop a little bit more as a passer. But I think we will be fine with uh, – with Miro, Miro, uh, Simpson, uh, any one of them can take us where we need to go because we have the personnel. You know, we have the number one recruiting class, and we have been in the top uh, three recruiting class within the last few years. So we should be fine as far as talent. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the main thing to me, Patrick, is uh, everybody playing together, everybody on the same page, and then number two, just nobody get hurt. That's the main thing. Everybody play together, be on the same page, play assignment football, and then uh, nobody get hurt, number two. And then number three, for the guys that may not be getting the playing time you want to get right now, definitely try to stay as patient as you possibly can. But that would that, be yeah, my three so, right there. That would be my three right yeah, there. Yeah, Go ahead. Well, I appreciate you for uh, taking my call. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of the show, and um, I'm always tuning in. I just wanted to come and give my two cents. Absolutely. Appreciate Patrick calling in there from Mobile, getting it started here on a Monday. It's like I said, Eli, it's to me – Everybody be on the same page, number one. Number two, you pray everybody can stay healthy. Nobody gets injured. Though that, That's virtually impossible in football because violent sport, everybody's hitting everybody. But if you can stay healthy for as much as you can, everybody be on the same page. And for number three, for those that may not be getting the huge playing time that they want, they can be patient for as long as they can. That's a plus also. But Call topic right here goes to Byron Young, a former Alabama defensive end, now in the NFL, was drafted in the third round, uh, number 70 overall to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Young has signed his rookie contract for the Raiders. So the Raiders have put pen to paper when it comes down to one Byron Young. This past season, he had 48 tackles for Alabama, five and a half of those for loss, four sacks, Six quarterback hurries, two uh, two uh, pass breakups, well, two forced fumbles and a pass breakup. So that's what uh, Byron Young had just a season ago. Now in the NFL for those Raiders, has signed his rookie contract. But we take a break here on the show. On Touch That Down, when we get back, we touch on a wide receiver 
not pe- people are not talking about this young man. Is this his year to break through in that rotation? Who am I referring to? We'll talk on it after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words to say, baby. Roll Tide. We're back into the action, folks. We're rocking and rolling with you from the break. Hottest show on the streets. Number one forum for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly. Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, appreciating you guys. Continue tapping that subscribe button, hitting subscribe right now, hitting the like button as well. Give us that thumbs up here on the show. Uh, daily Super Chat Go, $100 daily. Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right there. We appreciate you guys for all that you do, making us your spot here to talk Bama football. But Elon, we're getting back into the conversation we swing this to the wide receiver room. Uh, there's one guy in particular that's not getting enough conversation. I mean, we talk about Kobe Prentice for good reasons. We talk about Isaiah Bond. He's a, he's a beast. We talk about Ja'Cory Brooks. He's good. You know, we mentioned Jermaine Burton. Got to be able to consistently catch the ball, no drops. We t- even talk about Malik Benson. That guy's stud. So, we talk about a lot of names in this wide receiver room. Kendrick Law is a tough guy also. But there's one name we don't mention a lot. And this is a guy that actually trained with one Devontae Smith before getting on campus for the Crimson Tide in the 2022 signing class. This guy's a four-star from Louisiana. It's Shaz Preston. We don't talk enough about Shaz Preston. I mean, he's six feet, over 200 pounds, we don't talk enough about this guy. Big body. He's got talent, tools, ability, athleticism, can make plays out there. We don't talk about it much. And so the question is, could this be his opportunity to kind of break into this rotation a little bit and get some time out there on the field? Now, I remember having a conversation, a small one, with this, with his dad at the A-Day game and uh, – you know, Shaz has been through a couple of small, minor, you know, injuries there. Not, not the major, just, just some minor things that have kept him from, uh, you know, really, truly being on the field the way he would like to. He's healthy now. Played quite a bit there in the spring game. So, for, for Shaz Preston, it's, you know, is, is this his moment, right? His moment to kind of, you know, break into – that rotation there as a wide receiver. He has been training this offseason. He's been working with the coach, been running routes, you know, catching passes, showing the footwork, the agility. So he, so he, he crafting routes. So he has been putting in effort. 
He has been putting in work here in the offseason, the summer so far, as you're watching him go through these cones, go through these drills, you know, catch the football cleanly, turn and get upfield. You're seeing it right here on screen. So we know he's got the time. He came in 2022 with Emmanuel Henderson, with Aaron Anderson, though Aaron Anderson transferred out. He came in with Kobe Prentice, with Isaiah Bond, with Kendrick Law. He came with all of these guys. He did. So, for Shaz Preston, everything is there for him. All the tools, trades, ability, it's there. It's can he find himself a way to break more into this rotation. And he's a big body. I mean, big, physical, big body guy. Can go up there and get the football. Plays, plays up in the air. Can go get the football. But the big thing for him is going to be how quickly can he be able to kind of break into this rotation and get some reps in here because he's way too talented to not get reps. He's way too talented to not have an opportunity. So my eyes will definitely be on more of Shaz Preston moving throughout this offseason, seeing what he can be able to do because he is one receiver that we have not spent just a lot of time discussing. No one has been putting him in a lot of these conversations. You put your Corey Brooks in there. You put uh, Kobe Prentice in there. You put Isaiah Bond in there. You put Kendrick Law in there. You put Malik Benson in there. You even got people that put Jermaine Burton in there. Uh, you, you've got receivers in these conversations. You've, you even have folks talk about the freshmen like Jalen Hale and Jaron Hamilton, but we're not hearing much about Shaz Preston. And I think for somebody who trained with Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner for an offseason prior to coming into Alabama should be able to get something in terms of a conversation. Looking forward to seeing what Shaz Preston can do here as we as we continue through the summer and soon get into to fall camp. But we go to our next break here, folks. We'll touch that down upon our return. We go back to the phone lines. We grab your calls. We get your thoughts, your conversations. Light us up. We're trying to hear from you right after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We have popped back into the action from the break. Number one ticket here for Bama. Football news in my own words. George truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. We greatly appreciate everybody checking us out here on the show. Continue hitting that like button, tapping that subscribe button. Daily Super Chat Go, $100. Daily Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right here. We're right there. My man Eli Walk in the production studio as well. 
Phone lines open, 205-448-1358. But I want to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. We grab this call right here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Steve, what's going on, man? This is G from Raleigh. Hey, what's going on, G? What's going on with you? Nothing much, nothing much. Hey, look, after after some time done went by since A-Day, right, and I've watched the A-Day game enough times to be confident in saying we have every single piece we need to be dominant. I feel the last, the, what's meant for us, is this Saban going to play him? Or is Saban going to go with the guy that he, he, he wants to play? We've seen him do that a couple of times. Um, I'm going to revisit this right quick before I say what I'm trying to say. We all wanted somebody to replace Henry Toa Toa last year, but if you really watch the A game, it wasn't going to be Blackshire. He didn't, he didn't look impressive enough to say we should have played him over here with Toa Toa last year. So I'm going to give – I'm a, I wanted to address that because I know everybody <coughs> want to give Toa Toa some time. But last year, we really didn't have nobody better. If you really watch 8 day, we didn't have nobody better. Uh, we maybe could have played Jahai Campbell, but we know Saban not going to play no youth like that unless you just Dante. But, but we do have the guys now. Jefferson, he's better. The, the, I would say he's, Jefferson's probably the best linebacker we have that played in A-Day. If you really watch it, tackles made at the line of scrimmage, uh, playing pass coverage, he was the best linebacker. So I'm really hoping that we see Jefferson. Like I, from what I've seen, there's no reason Jefferson should be playing this. Uh, let's address left tackle. We got two left. We got two tackles that's better than Pritchett. Is Saber going to play him? Pritchett? Let's be honest, Pitchett had a terrible game. Unless unless Q Rob and the boy being them boys is really like that. But still again, you can't have five sacks on one player. You know what I'm saying? So and then you got uh Caden Proctor who didn't give up a set. You got uh Miles McFaith who didn't give up a set. So we have the players on every position. We have the players. It's just are he go is he gonna play them? Is he gonna play is he gonna play Kendrick Law? Over Bond, or he just gonna be in love with Bond? Is he gonna play Emmanuel Henderson, or he just gonna be in love with who he in love with? If he gonna play the talent, we beating everything by thirty plus. D, have a good day, man. Appreciate G calling in from Riley. That that that's always the number one question with Coach Saban. Is is it's always his question. Are you gonna play the athletes that you know are athletes that can flat out ball and you can and you know it, and they know you know it. Or are you going to play the guys that you're more so extremely loyal to that may not have the ceiling as these other guys have? That's always the biggest question with Coach Saban. Are you going to play the guys that you know have the big ceiling and you know they can reach it? Or are you going to play the guys that you're loyal to that don't necessarily have that ceiling? We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Steven. How you doing? This is Kyle from Wetumpka. 
Hey, Kyle, what's going on? Not much, man. I just I had a quick little little thing I wanted to say. Um, man, our QBs they don't need to be no hero. You know what I'm saying? Just go out there, you know, complete a simple little screen pass, get the ball down, just progress the ball down the field, manage the game. Wide receivers, just catch the damn ball and fall down on it. Just, just catch the damn ball and fall down on it. <laughs> Defense needs to be a dirty monster all around. Corners got to be on lock. Kool-Aid, he's going to do his thing. I know Terry on Arnold. You know, them boys, you know, we got some we got some new cats coming in too. Uh defense line, offense line, games are won and lost at the line. So we we gotta put, you know, we gotta put them dogs out there. And uh they need to lead this team. What do you think, Steven? I mean, Kyle, I, I agree games are won and lost in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line gotta come with it. I agree with you on the wide receivers. They've got to catch the football. You cannot have the drops that you've had last season, uh, 2021, and in the A-Day game. You cannot have those drops. At quarterback, as much as you want to have another game changer like a Bryce Young, you don't have that. But that's okay. You don't necessarily need that for every season. It's okay. What you have right now, take what you have right now, work with it, develop it. You got the talent around that position. Take what you have right now, quarterback, mentor it, mold it, and, 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 let, and, let's, work, and let's work with what is there. Let's work with what's there. But appreciate Kyle there for Watomka calling into the show here on a Monday. We take this call right here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feel? And state your name. And where you calling from? You're live on the show, caller. Steve, what up with Hey, Jay, what's going on? I'm chilling, man. What up with y'all? And I'm good. I mean, we, we, we good, man. We good. Here we are. It's May. We moving through this offseason, man, talking Bama football. Got guys on the field. Got guys in the NFL doing their thing. Just We, we, we just waiting for fall camp to get in here. Yeah, but I, I like what old, what OG just had to say on his call, Steve. But, but I feel like he, he missed a little bit. Man, we got to go. The first three ain't getting the receiving call. First three ain't getting the next three. Then we ain't getting the next three. We 15 deep in the position. We 15 deep on the D-line. So, so we need to be playing a bunch of people this year, Steve. Like, a lot of people got to see the field and stuff about them. Just 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 cause we so deep and we want to keep these guys in the NIL and transfer reporter is a mother. You know, that we, we know how that's coming now. So, you know, uh, these guys they wanna at least get on the field a little bit. And, and I called in once and I said, Remember when Cal won the uh the championship with the platoon system? Well they kept the competition against the team, you know, amongst each other. That way, you know, when we get out here it's a little easier doing the game and stuff like that. I feel I don't know, Steve. How you feel about it? I mean, I, I, I mean, for me, Jay, I, I'm I'm just ready to see a team uh, that is out there dominating. That's all I want to see. I'm just ready to see a team that's out there dominating in all three phases of the game. I'm ready to see a team uh, that puts me in the mindset, 
this is Alabama football again. For the last two years, uh, I saw a team that reminded me of Alabama football, but unfortunately, that team was over there in Athens, Georgia. I want to see a team in Tuscaloosa this season that reminds me of straight-up Alabama football. If I can get that, but I'm A-OK. But appreciate my man Jay calling in uh, from Florence, giving us his thoughts here on the show, 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in and let your voice be made known on the show. As you guys will continue to get your thoughts in here, we got a cool call topic, Eli. This one goes to Jalen Hurts, which – I mean, what is Jalen Hurts not doing? <laughs> He's taking you to a Super Bowl. He's in, uh, you know, MVP and uh, Offensive Player of the Year conversations. He's uh, a $255 million man now. Um, and now he's recently, as of over the weekend, got his master's degree from the University of Oklahoma. 24 years old now. 24 years old, been to a Super Bowl, $255 million man, and he's got two degrees by 24 years of age. He's doing it right. He's doing it absolutely right. Wish nothing but the best for Jalen Hurts because he, he he's showing you frame by frame, picture by picture, he's the real deal. You can't be nothing but uh, proud of the young man for what he's become. We take our final break here on the show and touch that dab. When we get back, we wrap up loose ends with this conversation. So, NFL schedules are out. Carolina Panthers schedule out. How many games could Bryce Young win in his rookie season? We'll wrap it up with that after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, we appreciate you guys for bagging from the break for everything today. For all the phone calls, donations, YouTube chats, you making this your spot right here to discuss Bama football with yours truly, Stephen Smith, my man Eli Walker in the production studio. We greatly appreciate that. But final discussion here of conversation, Eli, we look at NFL schedules are out, including for the Carolina Panthers, and uh, we now know there's 17 games in the NFL regular season instead of the usual 16. So, how, how many games can Bryce Young win as a rookie in the NFL? I know he's gonna he's practicing with the second team unit in minicamp right now. Frank Reich, head coach, getting him all the reps he can get him. 
We got to believe by week one of the season, Bryce Young is going to be the starting quarterback for Carolina. I know they opened up with the Falcons. They got the Saints on there. Quite a few teams. But but how many games can Bryce Young win his rookie season? I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 10. I think Bryce Eli goes 10 and 7. Is that far-fetched? I mean, I, I think he goes 10 and 7 this rookie. I think that, I think he goes 10 and 7. I think he goes 10 and 7. They make the playoffs. 10 and 7, they make the playoffs. I see 10 and 7, maybe even 11 and 6. And they make the playoffs. So give a win, take a win, 10 and 7 or 11 and 6, and they make the playoffs. Because they don't have some tough games. Bryce is going to go up against some elite competition. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a tough schedule. But I think Carolina, they got a decent offensive line around Bryce. It's not elite, but it's decent enough. You got Bradley Bozeman there at center, so he'll protect from the center standpoint. Former Alabama offensive lineman Bradley Bozeman. You got some receivers at a whole lot, but you got some. Frank Reich is a very good offensive mind. Very strong there. So I could see 10 and 7, maybe even 11 and 6 for Bryce. It, it kind of depends. It, it kind of depends on uh, how they look. I think they got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week 5. I may have to check that. But depending on how they look against, how they look against Tampa Bay, how they look against teams like the Vikings, the Rams, of course. Because those guys are going to be tough right there. But I could see I could see Bryce Young 11 and 6, 10 and 7, his rookie year at Carolina. Because Frank Reich is already throwing huge praise upon him. His processing ability, decision making, the way he's able to extend plays athletically, throw the football on time, crisp, on target, in flow. Like Frank Reich is loving that. So if Bryce can do 11 and 6, 10 and 7, rookie year, make the playoffs. I'd be strong right there for the Panthers. But, hey, we'll see. Doing good there for the Panthers so far in the offseason. But we'll see what Bryce Young is able to come up with. As always, Todd Nation, you want the best in news, notes, information, coverage, entertainment. On your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide, you can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app if you're rocking Team Apple. Or if you got the, or you go to Google Play if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. The good and gracious Lord sees fit. I'll try to be back on Wednesday. Continuing the conversation. It's Todd Football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. You're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com. 
Become a member and or a subscriber today. That link found in the description as well. Guys, shout out you guys, the incredible fans of Bama football for all the phone calls, donations, chats. Be able to interact with you. Fantastic. You guys making this your show to talk Bama football. Guys, shout out my man Eli Walker in the production studio holding it down right there. Till next time, folks. Husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored there. Get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks, I'm your man Stephen Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words.